Section 17 of The Great Chicago Fire by Various Authors Report of the Chicago Relief and Aid Society, Part 8 This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. General Remarks Neither this society nor any other human agency can meet all the suffering in Chicago this winter. Under ordinary circumstances, some cases of want must have undoubtedly escaped the observation of the relief officers, and others perhaps have been refused aid who were really worthy. To some extent this must always occur. But in determining the efficiency of this society, a fair statement of the case is expressed in this question. Is it the best agency we can avail ourselves of? both for activity and honesty and will the relief society make this money go farther than can be done in any other way at our command if the fund at our disposal were sufficient to buy all needed things it is simply impossible to purchase in so short a time any considerable portion of the necessary articles that were to be found in the homes of a hundred thousand people take as an illustration the article of stoves no stoves were saved from the fire to replace them a medium-sized soft coal cook stove was needed no other would answer to some extent wood stoves were sent but we had no wood under the active direction of a b meeker the society has managed to buy between the atlantic and the missouri river eight thousand five hundred stoves of the kind demanded and here and elsewhere has obtained pipe and furniture for them but with the stoves purchased our difficulties were by no means surmounted we have been subjected to delays in railway transportation and movement of goods about the city in common with our merchants many of whom had merchandise lying three weeks within a few miles of chicago which could neither be received nor stored every possible facility and courtesy has been extended to this society by railway and express companies connecting with chicago and also by the western union telegraph company and the atlantic cable company in transmitting free our answers to dispatches and orders for goods yet with all these advantages we have been able to actually deliver up to november twenty fifth but six thousand six hundred stoves there is precisely the same difficulty in the delivery of mattresses blankets and many articles furnished by the society which have been drawn from buffalo detroit montreal st louis indianapolis louisville cincinnati and other points with this delay in the arrival of goods the best we could do was to give applicants orders to be filled in turn informing them at the same time of the situation some of these orders we regret to say were many times presented at our depots without being filled but this was not the result of any defect in our system but simply because a supply of the article asked for was not to be had nor was there any delay in contracting for these things within three days from the time the society assumed the work of relief large engagements were made both in the united states and canada for supplies which it was plain would be needed we refer to these facts in order that applicants as well as the public at large 
may form some idea if possible of the difficulties surrounding the transaction of all business in chicago during the last few weeks yet we may be allowed to call attention to the fact that we have just passed through two weeks of unusually severe winter weather accompanied by snow but that the needy are provided for and the sick and infirm attended to it is not the purpose of the present report to give a detailed account of all purchases and disbursements the business is so conducted that at the conclusion of the work we shall render a final account with satisfactory vouchers for every dollar expended the books of the respective departments of our paymaster cashier purchasing bureau and auditing committee are always open to the public the pressure upon us toward irresponsible and promiscuous disbursement is so strong and in many cases from such respectable quarters that we feel compelled to ask the thoughtful attention of our people to the immense danger and possible disgrace that may result from encouraging any mode of disposition that disregards accurate systematic accounting as the whole world has made us gifts the whole world will wish to know what we have done with them it is the duty of this society to be instructed by events if the committee were convinced from what they know of this work that any of the guards thrown around the present modes of disbursement could be safely removed they would cheerfully remove them but it has been our experience thus far that persons who bring well-considered honest cases make the least complaint of red tape while as a rule those who complain most of investigation come with cases that most require it what darker disgrace could overtake our beloved city than the waste and spoliation of this fund the fire was a calamity this would be a crime to permit it is to become guilty of a twofold offence first against our benefactors and our own city second against humanity an offence that might and probably would prevent any american city from hereafter receiving assistance in a similar emergency it were almost better for those of us who are left to have perished in the flames on that memorable night than that so indelible a stain should be fixed upon our hitherto fair name it is one thing to do this work well and quite another to have everybody pleased almost all other things in this world have been done one or more times but surely the disbursement of over three millions of dollars among seventy-five thousand persons so as to give universal satisfaction is a problem upon which experience throws but little light the most difficult part of our management is to secure courteous visitors and employees at distributing points it is employment not sought and of a very uninviting nature in this portion of the work the people can help us greatly by the following card published in our daily papers we have indicated a way in which it can be done special notice the work of the relief society is enormous extending over many miles of territory and in all its departments embracing more than seventy five thousand people conducted largely by persons whose conduct we cannot personally scrutinize it is the people's work we are trying to do and we ask all persons to give us information in writing 
of any abuses either in distribution or deportment committed by any officer or person connected with this society we particularly invite information as to cases where people receive aid who ought not to have it as well as cases where needy and worthy persons were overlooked such communications should be precise giving names places definite particulars and be addressed to o c gibbs superintendent chicago relief and aid society standard hall in one respect perhaps our citizens are not patient and thoughtful enough cases of want coming to their knowledge are too often turned over to us without the slightest examination as if the whole duty of the person applied to were discharged by sending the applicant to the relief depots whereas in fact a very few are trying to do a work that belongs to the public and equally with ourselves in some degree to every member of that public it is true we have accepted certain official positions that involve the organization of a plan through which the sufferers can be reached and also attention to particular duties that require constant presence in this there is nothing exclusive for these things must always be done by a few but in a work of this character and of such general concern by far the most important part of the effort is not to be had for money and as soon as the machinery is in order the duty of the public attaches one branch of which is to interest themselves enough in cases that reach them or that may be found by proper exertion to ascertain the facts and the proper places to which to send the needy when relief would follow as an easy matter in this way much suffering will be found that may escape the observation of our visitors and at the same time the people would become familiar with our system and be able to make us valuable suggestions bring abuses to our knowledge and aid in their speedy correction it is not our purpose to enter upon a defense of the society or our own efforts in the presence of such calamities all questions of a personal nature are frivolous we wish as much as any one can that our powers were commensurate with our desire to accomplish this task and have said what we have solely with a view to point out some ways in which we hope the work may be advanced the time has not come to a people so worn and disordered as our own for appropriate acknowledgment of the wonderful gifts that have reached our city from all parts of the world they were made to the people of chicago and the people in their own way and time will prefer to perform this act of gratitude but we may be permitted as more immediate observers to say that it is hardly probable that the immense necessity and usefulness of this aid will be ever thoroughly known with it the terrors of a long winter to hungry unsheltered thousands have given way to a reasonable degree of confidence and hope the spectacle of all nations rushing to lift us from our deep desolation has made an impression upon our hearts which will long survive the rebuilding of our city our people are commanded by the confidence and the sympathy of all mankind to prove themselves equal to this emergency and in a most tender manner are instructed anew that he who for a purpose wiser than we can know permitted this affliction hath made of one blood all nations of men note 
the next twenty-five pages of this pamphlet will not be read here they consist of a series of financial tables detailing the receipts and expenditures of the chicago relief and aid society from october fourteenth eighteen seventy one until november eighteenth eighteen seventy one end note end of section seventeen end of the report of the chicago relief and aid society end of the great chicago fire by various authors recording by maria casper